0: You're listening to Kayama Community Radio.
1: COVID is all around. There's a reason for all these seasons. What's the answer for these disasters, but what do we know? your hands social distance follow commands There's hope Life's for the living It's worth the dime Our climate's changing Are we out of time? But what do we know?
0: COVID, What Do We Know?, a song written and performed by Howard Collins. I'm Gabriela Cabral, and I'm with Howard Collins, a seasoned entertainer and songwriter who's performed in Europe, the USA, and Asia, and now shares his time between Sydney and the South Coast. Hello, Howard. Hi, good
2: morning. How are you doing?
0: Good, thank you. Great song. I saw the co-video. has a really nice, positive feel.
2: Yeah, I, I thought I'd come up with an interesting word to try and describe something that's most unusual.
0: How did the song come about?
2: Well, I've been listening to people send songs on Facebook over the past while. And 99.9% of the songs, if not 100%, have all been tongue-in-cheek. People are, are sort of making fun of it or laughing at it. And it is not a fun or a laughing matter. It's a very serious thing. I got to thinking about all this and I decided I would try and see if I could put my sort of slant on it and make a serious song about COVID. That is not belt and braces, it's not overpowering, but yet it is informative. It explains all about what you should be doing. And gives hope as well. And this is what I'm trying to achieve with this song.
0: Now you're originally from Dublin. I am indeed. When did you come to Australia?
2: I came to Australia in 2005 for what we call a look-see. We had decided we were going to go to Spain on that particular Christmas. And I twisted everybody's arm and made them come to Australia. Because I felt that it was the right decision and the right time for me to make a move. And bring my family over to Oz. Now... To go from one side of the world to the other side of the world, particularly with a family, is a huge ask. My family liked the idea. My daughter was the only one that really wasn't overly enthusiastic. And I managed to get everything organised and find out what was required in order to get a visa and whatever. And then when, when we did finally come over and managed to settle in, I did the clever thing of going back to Dublin six months later so that the kids would see what they were used to before and what they were getting now and they realized how lucky and fortunate they were coming to live in this part of the world.
0: I was surprised at your very fluent Spanish. What is your connection with Spain?
2: Well, I have uh, lived in Dublin all my life, except that when I was 13, my parents decided to go and live in Spain because we've been going on holidays since I was nine years old to the beautiful island of Mallorca. So we went when I was nine, 10, 11, 12. And then my parents were at an age where they decided that there was an opportunity to retire. So they did so and I went to an American school in Mallorca. And I loved Mallorca, I loved the the sun, I loved the sea, and I loved the uh, life there. I thought it was wonderful. And um, it was always in my blood. So when I became a man, so to speak, I started my own family and got married and whatever. My ambition was to buy a place in Spain. However, I didn't buy it in Mallorca, I bought it in Malaga. And, you know, in Ireland the weather is so terrible that you have to get away on holidays. That's why there are so many Irish people living in Spain and Portugal and France because you have to get away to get some sun. Of
0: course. Has Spain had any influence on your music? Yes, it has.
2: Because I'm a fluent Spanish speaker... I have written a number of songs in Spanish, and this has been, if you like, one of the main influences. I love Spain, and I have gigged over in Spain many, many times, and I I just, I love the place.
1: Kayama Community Radio. For the community, by the community. Hace muchos meses que no te veo, tanto tiempo sin hablar, pensando cómo eres, te voy a llamarte una vez más. Trabajando 24-7 Ni un momento para descansar Solo tenemos nuestros recuerdos De un amor de tan profundidad Pero No hay besos para mí Amas Tus besos para mí Te siento en mis sueños Porque mi vida es así Me doy cuenta de tus problemas, solo ahora tú eres libre, pero no hay besos para mí, jamás, jamás tus besos para mí. Es un mundo loco que vivimos Tantos problemas para tratar Luchando todos los días Fuiste eliminado antes de la ronda final Pero no No hay besos para mí Jamás más tus besos para mí, pero no, no hay besos para mí. No hay pesos para mí.
3: Jamás te echo de menos.
0: That was one of the songs Howard has written in Spanish called No Hay Besos Para Mi or There Are No Kisses For Me. I'm Gabriela Cabral and I'm talking to the multi-talented singer Howard Collins. Is the South Coast a place that also inspires you? Well, it does. It's,
2: it's sort of like a Australian equivalent of living in the South Coast of Spain because it's, you've got these beautiful beaches, you've got the beautiful climate. And it's laid back, and it's just really nice.
0: How did you end up living down here?
2: Well, the other hat that I wear is I do project management, uh, besides being just a, a musician. And I've bought and sold properties and one thing and another. And the cost of buying a property in Sydney now is just
0: at the window.
2: Yes, at the window. So I felt that it was an opportunity to have a look in a different area, and see what it was like down the south coast. Obviously, the value that you get on the south coast is fantastic in Paris and what you get in, in Sydney.
0: Not to mention that it's God's own country. <laughs>
3: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Your shows feature popular music from swing and golden oldies through to musicals. What genre do you mostly identify with?
2: Well, I love Frank Sinatra. I hold the same birthday as him so when I do uh, a show over Christmas, I'd be celebrating my birthday on uh, Sinatra's birthday. I identify with Sinatra. I love his music and I love that genre of music.
0: Yeah, uh, you do a a Michael Buble thing as well, don't you? I do indeed
2: because he is the new Sinatra. Sinatra. He really is and he's fantastic. The arrangements that he puts across are just incredible.
0: So I suppose you're our local one. you've composed for musicals too Um, do you perform with a band
2: I do indeed I have my own band and we perform different shows for example I do a hits of the 80s show I do the Irish rogue show I do the Sinatra and Buble show and I do a rock and dance and roll show as well I do a Christmas show so I have quite a variety of things that I can do
0: sounds like you're very versatile and and Now that we're all reflecting on the year that was, how was 2020 for you?
2: It was a very tough year, to be honest with you. I felt very sorry for particularly the young people who are under such pressure. And to have been under this cloak of being sort of in a situation where you can't express yourself, you can't go out, you can't do things, it's very difficult because being an artist... One of the most wonderful things about being an artist, you get out there, you do things, you express yourself. And when you're confined, you you become unstimulated. And I think this is a very sad thing. And for me, I uh, have a recording studio where I can hang out and do my own stuff and compose and learn. So it's not such a big deal. But if I was 25, 30 I would have found it extremely difficult.
0: In your studio, um, you've obviously taken the opportunity to then record more, to be more introspective and, and develop your, your work uh, during this time of shutdown.
2: Yes, absolutely. I also am working on a project which is very dear to me and it tells the story of the Irish famine in the 1850s. And It was inspired by a famine ship that was made by the Irish government. It was a replica famine ship called the Genie Johnston. And they built this ship with the help of the Catholic and Protestant communities, which at one time, there was a tremendous amount of trouble in Ireland. And they tried to do this project and get people together. And the ship has the distinction that in the 14 voyages that it made going from Kerry in the west of Ireland to Americas, they never lost one passenger and there was a terrible time then, you know we're we're talking about Covid now and people dying but at that stage people were dying because the potato crop failed.
0: From starvation Mm.
2: and Mm. unfortunately Irish people were so poor in those days, the country was governed by England who didn't really help the situation very much and over a million people died and over a million people left the country. And at that time, the difference between the population of Ireland and England was only 4 million. There was eight 8 million Irish and 12 million English. So that's why there's such a massive Irish influence all over the world.
0: Well, this area in particular, Kayama, has a very strong Irish heritage. You know, the early colonisers, I suppose, for want of a better word, m- most of them were from Ireland. Your project does it look at the famine situation in general, or at the story of this ship?
2: Both. It's in two parts. The first part is basically all about the famine, and the second part is the journey of hope. And I've used my poetic license to come up with some interesting things, and I've written lots of songs for it. And it's on my website, which is howardcollins.com. That's H-O-W-A-R-D-C-O-L-L-I-N-S dot com.
0: Well, that was my next question. How do we contact you? So what will you be working on in 2021?
2: Well, I've written some new songs. Beside the COVID song, I have a new Irish song called The Bold Wild Rover. I've written another song called You Just Ran Out of Time. And I have another song called Look The Other Way. And they all have special meanings. And they're all about real life situations. So I'm hoping to get onto radio stations and get my name out there. And create a momentum for my own original music.
0: Well, we're certainly looking forward to hearing more of your music and hopefully we'll see you perform live here in in Kayama. Yeah, well,
2: I shall check that out.
0: Absolutely. No, no, great chatting to you, Howard. And, you know, we wish you all the best. Thank you so much for having me on the programme. Our pleasure.
1: Kiama Community Radio. For the community, by the community. story come back with me to a girl and a ship who sailed off to sea with a fire in her heart and a longing to be in the new world before her that others had seen Now the voyage held danger, they chartered their course With courage and faith, they battled the force Oh, the Jeannie Johnston left the fair isle With hope in her sails and a tear in her eye She stood for freedom, sailed high seas to stand children have chosen the land of the free. Oh, the Jeannie Johnston left the fair isle with hope in her sails and a tear in her eye. She stood for freedom, sailed the high seas to stand by the lady calling. Left the Fair Isle with hope in her sails and a tear in her eye. She stood for freedom, sailed the high seas to stand by.
0: That was one of the tracks Howard was referring to about the ship The Ginny Johnston. If you'd like to see Howard Collins live, he has two St. Patrick Day shows coming up in Sydney on March the 17th at the Gardens on Forest Road, Peakhurst. To book, phone 02-9153-9187.
2: Hi, I'm Glenn Shepherd. Join me on Mondays for Around the Arenas, KCR's sports program, where you'll hear what's been happening in sport across our region. I'll also talk to sporting identities to get an insight into the sports they're involved in. If you'd like to send me information about your sport or club event to be included in the program, email me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. And I look forward to seeing you around one of our sporting arenas.
0: You've been listening to Kayama Community Radio. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kayama Community Radio.